0: It's the number one voice of the tri-state. I'm number one. It, 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 it's, it's, it's cooking up 215. Five. Five. So let the show begin. you
1: w- You already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. this is cooking up 215, where we get you up close and personal with your favorite artists, entrepreneurs, shakers, and move makers. And today, man, we got a—I don't even know what we would call a man. Voice of the streets. We got. Suley, how you say it? Su- Suleyman. Oh, there you go. I ain't want to fuck it up. That's all right. You know what I will mean? right. Because I be saying Suleyman. Suleyman. Yeah. Hassan. Yes. My brother. What Peace. are you going to say today? You know uh, what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> what are you going to say today? Yeah, man. Well, thank you, man, for having me here. I appreciate it, man. So no, for sure, it's man. It's a blessing um, just to be here. So whatever questions, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, whatever we can start from the bottom. We can start from the top on down. It don't even matter. Yeah, we're going to get into it, man. You know, you get the opportunity to
1: share your story. You know, give people your background and, and why you feel so strongly the way you do about trying to turn people away from drugs and alcoholism okay. and keeping them off that strip. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm sure there's people that probably look at you and probably wonder, like, you know, what you've been through.
0: Okay, You get what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, Whenever yeah.
1: somebody a soldier like that for the streets it's always like damn we, I wonder you know how, how was his battles? I know you speak on it sometimes but today we get the opportunity to go a little uh, deeper a little into deeper. it. Yeah so I know like you know you you battle with alcoholism alcoholism uh, uh-huh. uh, pills and heroin oh, pills and heroin and heroin okay yeah. so I always thought it was just alcohol nah. I figured alcohol it might could have been beginning. something else but so yeah. alcohol was the beginning that was the beginning Okay. And how
0: long ago was was that? When long, you... About 10, 10 or 11 years. 10, 11 years? Yeah, probably 12. About 12 now. years? I done forgot. It's been so long. How long you been sober? I've been sober now for nine years. Damn, congratulations. Nine years. Congratulations. Completely, but I had stopped drinking first. Okay. That's, and and drinking so was the first thing? Oh, yeah, it was.
1: Yeah. not Yeah. And and I know, like, you grew up, like, your, your mom... With,
0: uh, had a uh, drug
1: and Absolutely. alcohol problems Absolutely. as
0: well? I grew up in uh, West Philly. Um, actually. Well, not even your mom. It was your dad, right? Both of them. Both of them? Both of them. Okay. Yeah. I, uh Mother was addicted to um, alcohol, crack cocaine mm-hmm. in the 80s. Uh, my father was a heroin addict, alcoholic mm. as well. And um, his upbringing, from his uh, experiences too, of grown up. So Right. Um, just to take it back, do I got time? You that time. You oh, got time to man, get into. It. Listen. So, my mother had nine of us. Okay. Dang. My mother had nine of us. Um, her first marriage to my father, she had eight of us. Mm. You know, and I'm I'm the third one from the oldest. Okay. So, growing up, man, um, my mother uh she took really good care of us. That's really good that. care. We had breakfast, lunch, dinner you know we she uh, was very hands on with us mm-hmm. loving caring showed us things we had birthdays we had you know everything that a child could could ever desire right at, at that time you know and my father lived with us you know and my father was always stern you know what i'm saying come mm-hmm. in the crib he was stern you know the was, old school dad yeah old school yeah pop, yeah you know what i mean so um shut that door yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah Whoop your ass you got you got the refrigerator open boy yeah, yeah. that type of dude so mm-hmm. um Secretly, uh, behind closed doors, my mother was getting abused. Mm. She was uh, she would wear like the full niqab, mm-hmm. you know, covering the eyes and everything, hands and the arms. So you um, wouldn't
1: see none of that.
0: Yeah, part of the reason was because we were Muslims. Mm-hmm. so and uh to take it back to like 1979 1980 you ain't seen you ain't seen no Muslims mm. here not not in Philadelphia you had the fois right but I'm talking about my mother wore the whole the whole thing right you know so we was always looked at as strange anyway but she would wear it sometimes throughout the house mm. you know what I'm saying and it's only because the night before my father would would come home drunk and and and, and beat her right you know, um, that led to uh, her leaving my father. You know, I was about five or six years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, maybe, yeah, about six years old. And uh, she was pregnant at the time uh, with the last child. With, the ninth one? Uh, huh? With my father. No, no. Oh, okay. That was the uh, eighth one. The eighth one, okay. The eighth one. So um, she came in the room, woke us up. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we got to go Just to me and my brother. Right. right. So we this daytime. This had to be like like three o'clock. I remember it like it was yesterday. So basically, what I'm gonna explain to you is my first experience of trauma.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I never, you know, experienced any of this before. So right. She come in the room. Come on, we gotta go. We gotta go. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was so, a happy home prior happy to. Happy home. Right. Happy home for for us. For you, yeah. yeah the of kids. course. Right. Man, we ran out that joint. Went through the alleyway. Dogs barking. I'm scared. I'm I'm crying because I don't know what the hell's going on. Mm. And we go to the police station. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, the cops go back to the house, get all my brothers and sisters. So now we in the police station. From there, we went to 42nd and Lancaster Avenue. It was a women's against abuse shelter over there, Mm -hmm. which is still there. You know, and we come from a solid home to being around nothing but strangers. Right. You know, so for me, it caused that was it, it caused so much pain because I, I didn't know what was going on. Right. All I wanted was my father. Right. Where's my dad? Like, like
1: You don't like, know why we're going from all this happiness to, to, to nothing, being torn apart like that, torn right? Torn
0: apart. So we stayed there for about three three to six months. And then we wound up getting a crib right there on um, I believe it was fifty-seventh and King Sesson. Okay. Big house. That's I'm right talking around about the way. Yeah. yeah, we had one of the Big three-story joints. Right. You know, so. Yeah, they huge down there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So my mother was really hands-on then with mm-hmm. us, you know. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Everything that, you know, we wanted and needed, she, she provided. Right. You know, so it was this man that showed up to our house one day. He was dressed in, well, I remember him dressed in a uniform. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, uh. You know, us as being kids, we run into the window. You know, we like, who's this guy? Like, Yeah, he a little this nosiness. Nigga. He was a oh, nigga. Like, you know, <laughs> and then he started coming over more and more. Then he came in the house. Then one day he stayed. Mm. Right? And not too long after her meeting him, we went from uh, 57th and King Sesson. Then we moved to 48th and Parish. Mm. We went from like a seven-bedroom house to a four-bedroom house. Mm. Mind you, my mother... Uh, just had my uh, little sister mm-hmm. as well, because my little sister had to been about maybe like a year, I think, when that dude started coming around, my, my uh, step-pop. Mm-hmm. So come to learn, um, when we moved over there, it went from breakfast to lunch. Sometime no breakfast, mm. and just lunch and dinner. Then eventually just dinner and eventually nothing. Damn. I get emotional, too, about this. You know what I I'm saying? Too. Because, I um, too.
1: Just the thought of it, I ain't going to hold you. It's crazy just because yeah. we we don't never look at it like that. And nobody sit down and really explain it. That's the. I feel like that's the reason why we detach so much emotion from it. We 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 kind of look at it like it's nothing. Oh, you, you, your parents splitting up. Uh-huh. It ain't shit everybody been through. Mm-hmm. But when you can associate it like that as a child yeah. and remember those things, you could see how that shit really has an effect on a person. Yeah. It really is that deep. And just even just the thought of, like, your mom being full hands-on, yeah. and
0: then it takes just meeting one man, and it and, and, it away, and, and man. that shit changes everything. It changed everything to the extent that my mother started staying in a room
2: mm.
0: for days. Mm. And us as kids, we ain't know what the hell was going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, we was the the... The eight kids that didn't have nothing, Mm -hmm. you know. But thank God back then in the '80s, you had Mr. George, you had you had a a Miss May, you had people in the community that knew my mother was on crack. Mm. You know, so we we became the kids that the neighborhood took care of. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it was traumatizing. I didn't have you know. I was the kid that got busted. I was the kid that got chased. I didn't have you know the latest stuff. I was the kid that got bullied. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Uh, across the street from my house. Thank God for that. Thank Allah for that. It was a supermarket there. Mm. So with the supermarket, me and my brother used to go carry bags, mm-hmm. but we only carry bags so we could take care of our sisters mm-hmm. because, you know, back then the food you women, you women used to get thousands. Y'all missing out today. They used to get thousands. My mom Damn, used to get real? like 1,500. Yeah, 1,500. But here's the catch. Due to addiction, and an absent father who yeah. was on alcoholic, because I ain't, you know, it wasn't just my mom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Imagine going food shopping, mm-hmm. whole fridge filled up that day, but the next day you get up, it's all gone.
1: That's crazy.
0: I'm talking about all gone, man. Like literally, like, yo, like to this day, I'm forty-four and I still can you know, remember yeah, it yeah. like like fresh, all gone. We'll get new sneakers next day, gone. And I'm talking about bubbles. Mm. When what Olympians, remember Olympians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pro wings and all yeah. that? Gone. Gone due to her disease of addiction, due to her trauma that led her to using. Because she experienced trauma that which led her to using, 90% of people that are on drugs today mm-hmm. are on drugs because of trauma. Right. That that haven't been addressed. Facts. Trust me, they are. Mm-hmm. So speed it up a little bit. I get a little older. We move. No, I want to go back. So back then, we used to live in the back of a supermarket. Right there on 48th and Paris. It used to be called shopping bag. Okay. It used to be called shopping bag. And, and, and those who... Uh, know me, that's going to watch this video. Y'all know what I'm talking about. All my Mill Creek family, all my Marcou Street family, everybody from down the bottom, y'all already know what I'm talking about. So behind there, that's where the trucks pull up at. Mm-hmm. The, the delivery trucks used to pull up there, drop off food on the wall. Because I think it, it, the market is the it, still, still a there. It's called there, Sunshine but, now. Or something yeah, like that? but it's attached to a daycare now. Yeah. But back in the 80s, that's where the food would come. Mm -hmm. and thank God for them trucks, Mm. because they would leave food for us. Oh, damn. Even the truck drivers knew what was going on with this family. Mm
2: -hmm. And there
0: was many days that that truck ain't come, but that dumpster was right there.
2: Mm. So
0: what you think I did? Go in there, man. I had to go in there.
1: Yeah.
0: I had to go in there. Mm. So due to my mother's trauma and the trauma that I experienced, I started hanging out with people who was just like me. Going through shit. Going through the same thing I went through. Father yeah. not there, mom on on crap. Mm-hmm. So eventually we wound up moving. And then that's when I, you know, got out on the streets. Mind you, when I was six, seven years old, I ain't had no curfew. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no, hey, listen, I've been running the streets since I was like six. Literally, like six. It wasn't no, you gonna get your ass whooped. And you running the streets doing what? And Whatever. Six.
1: Just outside. Whatever.
0: I was outside. Yeah. I was outside. Like I, I've been outside since six. 7 was you years getting old. into like activities
1: or you just doing no, shit. Like just you running doing... around,
0: fucking around with your friends type Every, of rock. Everything. Right. Everything. But you know, I wasn't like hustling or nothing. But I was. you know, right, yeah. I was just out. I was just one of them kids. You know. And spend oh, like your crib at night. You know what I mean? I'm Got over you. there. You Got know you. what I'm saying? So. You know, but a lot of families uh, had a hand in, like, raising me and my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. But when I got about 13, I started hustling. And
2: mm-hmm. then
0: that's when everything changed. Um, that was actually uh, my first addiction. Hustling was your first hustling, addiction? Hustling. Hustling right. and stealing cars. Like, you see these kid dudes? Mm-hmm. I, I was doing that, in, like, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get a high off of it. Right. But then it became the drinking, because I, I had to drink with it. Mm. So fourteen, I was drinking, and they went. They went hand in hand, hand together. Had yeah. to go. had I'm about to go, do go that. steal me a joint. Had I'm to, to make go. We sure called Johnny's back in the day. Yeah, they still, they still Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, got into that real heavy, and I wound up getting um arrested for uh, grand theft auto, and I, I did uh three and a half years. Mm. Three and a half years. Um, came home. Uh, when I was 17, but before I got locked up, I fathered the child. Mm. So, when I came home at 17, I had to take care of a young lady. Mm-hmm. So, I never went back to high school. Mm. I, I wound up fathering this child, too, and um, still was drinking. Um, then I found out, eventually, that the young lady's not mine. Damn. Which led me to a deeper depression after... Let me see, um, seventeen. Let me see, eighteen ninety two How did you 21. find that out? DNA test. DNA test. DNA test. test. After like, uh, I want to say, when I was about twenty-two. So,
1: so about like three, four years
0: in. Five. About, five four, about four or five years, and I believe four or five. She was at school. Yeah, about five years in. She's in kindergarten. Mm. And um, that broke me, because. It broke me because I was I was I I I, I didn't want to be like my father, right? So I poured everything into not being like my dad into her, in which me and the young lady have a beautiful relationship today. Like like she called me dad.
1: Y'all still y'all still talk. You still yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But at the time it just killed you because you do anything you can not to be in. Just to turn around, and then not it even, murdered
0: me, bro. Yeah. I went strong. into deep depression, and I drank, mm. and drank, and drank, and drank, and drank, and drank, and drank, mm. and drank some more. You know, I'm a. I was. Uh, I started cutting when I was 21. I was the, uh, the alcoholic barber. You know what I'm saying? Mm. In the shop, I had my tea cup. Right. You know, some brandy in there with, yeah. with some tea and cream yeah. all day. I lost jobs. I lost friendships, relationships. Mm-hmm. I still ain't style.
1: It's crazy because it's like, and when you say the alcoholic barber, like, man used to cut me. It was two of them my mm-hmm. whole life. They always cut me and my dad. And, like, one of them really just recently passed. But mm-hmm. them niggas always struggled with drugs. Right. Drugs and alcohol, like, they will always be lit. But they was tight with the Clippers. Tight as hell with the Clippers, mm-hmm. but they always got kicked out of barbershops. Yeah. when My pop loves them cutting them, so we bouncing anywhere they go. Right. But it's just crazy how that shit follows you, you, you know? What? You got no reason to stop.
0: You just keep going. Right. So, I mean, I, I never got kicked out of a barbershop because yeah, I, I was, I was, I was. It was barbershop hot. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was a good dude. Okay. But I was too ashamed to go back. To hear the stories about what you did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That that uh some of the stories haunt me to this day. Um like shit you did while you was yeah, intoxicated. Just, intoxicated with clients, fighting, right. all, all all kinds of shit. All right. kinds of shit. So I'm trying to speed it up a little bit. You I had my first child um initially when I was twenty-one
2: mm-hmm. as
0: well. My first child, uh, my my oldest daughter, she's twenty-five now. Uh, no, security would be 25, and um, that didn't slow me down. Um, I was 21. I just started cutting. I went back to high school as well while I was drinking. I went back to high school. You only had night school back then. Um, I actually went back when I was uh, 19. Okay. I went back at 19. I started hustling again at uh, 19, but I was cutting hair, going, um, working at the post office. And I was going to school. And um, I wound up graduating, getting my high school diploma. In That's between I mean. all of that. Right. Um, when I was 21. But I had my first daughter. And then um, I couldn't, um, like, be there for her. Because you're doing so much? Doing so much. And plus, she didn't live in the city. Mm. So I felt like, you know, just pay child support was cool. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And... Um, I wasn't really in her life early on. And then at 21, 23, I had my son. Do you feel like the thing that happened with the first daughter
1: affected how you felt once you had the second one? Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it it went from you doing the most to now being okay with just
0: skating by. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of putting it to the side a little bit. Absolutely. It, It affected me in a way. I mean, the good thing, though, It affected me in a way of, I feel like I could have been a better father to her. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I could have been there more. I could have cared more. But I never had to take a blood test for her. This one, when I saw her, Mm -hmm. it was a rap. You know. Right from the door. Right right when I saw her. Because she was like, I think, like three months already. Mm. Right when I saw splitting image, mm. I was like, "Yo, yeah. how much, how much money you need, huh?" All right, cool. And I always made sure her she mother was cool. Yeah, yeah, she always had what she needed. Um, I wound up raising her. You know, I wound up taking her. Me and my wife um, wound up taking her. God, God put her on me when she was about five or six. Um, I wound up, up raising her. And she's 25. She's still with me to this day. Like, that's my baby. Yeah, that's love. Yeah, yeah. But I wound up having my son at 23. And I didn't know if he was mine.
2: Mm.
0: You, know, I, you know, I didn't know. I couldn't, I couldn't see me in him.
2: Right.
0: You know, so that was a, 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 another battle for me while I was drinking, though. Mm. Still still being a drunk. Right. You know, so uh, I took a blood test for him. Mm. And... Um, for some reason, he never made it down there for uh, a couple years. and um, Never made it to he, take the test? He never made it to take the test. Mm. You know, So eventually, uh, the, um, I wound up getting him. Because a couple years later, his folks took him down, got the test, and I wound up getting custody of him as well. That's Raising true. my son. Me and my son got a really good relationship. And, um, and then eventually, um, I had my youngest daughter, Okay. You know, I had my youngest, and she's still with me, too. That's what's up. So All this is during the time I was getting high. You mm. know, I was drinking at that time. Now, how did I get the perks? I got the perks because I got in an accident. I fractured mm. my skull, bleeding on the brain, my sternum,
2: mm.
0: you know, and everything. And um, the doctors gave me Percocets, you mm. know, and uh, said, take them as prescribed.
2: Right. You know what I'm
0: saying? so. I'm like, all right, I read the, read the joint, okay, don't mix with alcohol, I'm like, bet. After going to multiple rehabs mm-hmm. already, like going in for alcohol, not staying, mm-hmm. meetings, AA meetings, not you know doing any of that or completing any of that, mm-hmm. I thought I had the, the, the best idea in the world. I said, I can take these perks and I ain't got to be hungover I, I can remember everything. This is what the disease of addiction does. Mm. It, it, it's, it's cunning. Right. It, it's, it's tricky. Find ways to oh make, it, make, make it Oh, my God. So I said, listen, cool I'm not going to drink no more. I'm going to do these perks. Mm. And it worked.
1: Right. Now you stopped drinking.
0: I stopped drinking. Got a new deal. Perks actually helped me stop drinking. Mm. For real. That's why, you know, when you ask, when was the last time drank? it's got to be like 12. Yeah. Easy, 12, because I, I stopped drinking in uh, 2008, okay. but I got them perks, and they say you only transfer one drug to another. Right. Let me tell you something, man. After six months, I learned about the bananas, mm. but before I got to the bananas, my tolerance was so high, just so I can, you know, uh, uh, run from that pain. Right. Of not having a father, run from that pain of 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 of, of, of my mother being on drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Run, run from that pain of raising a child that ain't mine.
1: It's a numbness.
0: It's a numbness Listen, that
1: just takes takes you away from. Everything. I was running and running yeah. and running. You just no longer care about any of that shit. No, it's, you don't It don't care about matter that. why you high. You know what I mean? Why you high? You you in this bubble where you could finally just relax. All that shit yeah. is just. It's a breeze in the wind. You, it's another it's, it world. Ain't, it ain't on your shoulders right now. Hey, listen,
0: it, 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 it's it, it's 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 a scary world to be in. Cause right before I got to them perk tens, I was up to dumping twenty perks at one time, five twelves at one time, at one time. Hear what I'm saying? At one time.
2: Hmm.
0: See, it it was easy for me to so use up to a hundred. Easy, no, about sixty a day. Easy. No, no. You was taking twenty fives, right? No, twenty five twelve.
1: They called five twelve. Five twelve, though. Yeah. They five milligrams, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So you, you know how people say, "Oh yeah, I, yeah, I got yeah. a ninety shot." So yeah, I don't never talk about the shit that, uh, like, you know, my family, we, we we battle with addiction. We got a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. I've lost a lot of people to addiction. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry. Like my whole, that, my mom's side is like, it's crazy. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it is. We grew up this way. A lot of my aunts, uncles, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of the shit you talk about is shit that they dealt with and went through. You know what I'm saying? It's like recently now we we finally at that point where everybody is kind of away from it. But it's still those modern day addictions. So it's like, um, like you said, with Perks, I got into a a motorcycle accident and my leg was fucked up bad. Mm -hmm. Like I still got a crazy scar. I couldn't walk Right for a while, I had to re, you know, gain mobility in my muscle and mm. all that shit, and it was wild because the doctors ain't even pre- prescribe anything. Mm. So you know, by this time, they kind of like cutting back on shit. Like right. you know, they don't they don't want to prescribe anything. Right. So they tell you take Tylenol. Right. My muscle is cut. I can't move this leg. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now what I'ma do? I'ma self prescribe. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I don't have a doctor watching me. At the same time, I'm a hustler. Right. So I have them. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So now it go from something that was done, uh, what's the word, just for fun, mm-hmm. period, you know, here there. Became an addiction. It became mm. something that if I didn't do it, I'ma had a sweat. Sweat. Shit. I'ma shit on You know what yourself, saying? I'm saying? I'm I'ma yeah. feel like ain't, yeah. ain't life ain't right until yeah. I get to to my shot. Yeah. And then it got to a point like and all this shit is before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it got, you know, it got a little deep. Like I'm I'm taking them now. I'm I'm fifteen. Eventually, you know, I'm the yeah. 30 piece. Right. And now I'm I'm finally I'm healthy and I'm cool. You know, but now I'm still taking them. You know, I might I might be able to skate off a of 30 a day. Right. Sometimes though, it might be two 30s a day. Right. Then it got to a point where I tried to get off of them, and somehow found myself back on them. Like I I, I went and got us a boxer Right. I'm trying to trying to fix myself.
2: <laughs> but
1: then you, you know, try to
0: run your own program. Yeah, and your all the shit with no right? help, with no help,
1: right? <laughs> I know what I you get, mean. I done that a million times, Jake. Get us a boxing, mm-hmm. but then you still you 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 not ready yet. <laughs> no, I wasn't ready at to go. All. You know what I mean? That was, that, was yeah, right. that was my baby. Yeah, that was my baby. Like we cool. I'm chilling. You right. know what I mean? Pandemic hit. Right. The money there. All there. What do I need to not get a shot for? Easy. I get a thousand a week. Yeah. I'm gonna go get yeah. me a shot. Yeah. But the, you they don't that. tell you how if you go, you go, you take this a boxing now, your body. His now built up like a fucking army that's fighting mm-hmm. the perk. You go from 30, now you take a 60, 60 Easy. to like 90 right. real fast. Yeah. My shot was a 90 for a while. Easy. I People, I don't it. tell nobody that shit, but, you know, we sharing, we it right mm-hmm. now. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share mine too, because we all go through shit.
0: Yeah, mine was, um, I found out about them bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of clients that was getting them perks. This is before they cracked down on them. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was cut a head. I cut a headache, man. We're going to work something out. I'm going to cut your head all month. You, your family, just give me that script. Mm. You know, so when I found out about the bananas, I'm dumping 10 of them. When I found out about the 20s, mm-hmm. I'm dumping them. Eventually, then I found out about the Oxy 80s. Mm. Now, when I found them jokers, I remember like it was yesterday. One of my clients got in my chair. He said, Yo, man, you're spending too much money, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, What you mean? He said, Look, man. I got these ICAs. Mm. I
2: said,
0: all right, cool. I took that joint and I waited for like a half an hour, right? I'm like, I don't feel nothing, right? I'm like, Is yo, boy. Before oh, the coating me?
1: or after the coating? Huh? They started coating them at one this point. Was, they was from uh, OP's to OCs. It went from yeah, OCs to OPs. This was
0: this was with the coating. Okay. Right? So he said, how long you take them, young buck? I said, I took about a half an hour ago. He said, give it a few more minutes. Man, when that sucker kicked in, it was a wrap. Mm. It was a wrap. Before I knew it, by the time I was 31, I was taking um, about eight of those a day, Oxy-80s. Mm. Eight, eight, eight to ten. Jeez. Easy. And those was $50 a pill. I am about to say, because even then, I used to, you
1: know, my days in the yes. streets. Yeah, I actually, and I'm so happy that this was before I was introduced to pills. It was right. before I started taking the pills. So at this point... I'm just a hustler, mm-hmm. but I used to have 80s, and I know how man, folks used to come out of town and they would oh, yeah. they pay 50
2: joint, they
1: buying 30 at a time. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I'm it's like I missed that. I'm so happy Thank that God, shit you came late because I know that that shit you is really bad. That shit is really I
0: remember, uh, a bad joint. I Remember, old told me, man, yo, you keep you you keep this up, you gonna be on dope. Mm. I said, you know, man, I ain't doing no dope, man. I'm, I'm yeah, they too, say it was like equivalent to heroin, right? Like, I, that's what they say. hmm But I'm I'm thinking I'm too sturdy. That, that that ain't me. I ain't doing no needles or none of that. But let me tell right. you something. By the time I was um, yeah, 31, all this happened was about, yeah, I was about 31. Maybe 30. Uh my uh, pill connect was out of town, he was gone. Mm-hmm. And you know, withdrawal start kicking Mm-hmm. I'm cutting, I'm sweating, I'm shaking. Mm. I'm talking about water coming down, right? And there was this client, my co worker cousin, uh, he knew what I was into because I ain't never had no shame. I wasn't one of them dudes. Like, nigga, like, this is right. who I am, nigga. I own who I am. Like, you know right. what I mean? You ain't gonna have nothing over me. This what the fuck I do. Mm-hmm. I'm, this what I do, pills. You know what I'm saying? So, um, he come through, he, he, he come through for a haircut. He like, yo, like, I see you going through it over there, man. He, he yell that out. Mind you, he was already cracking on me for like, you mm. know, two, three years. Like, listen, man, you spending too much money. Try this heroin. Are he be the this, demon on your shoulder what? with it. Listen, this day, I'm cutting, I'm, I'm cutting. I start sweating. I'm like, oh shit. You know, my stomach going. You know what I'm saying? I got the runs. I'm back and forth to the bathroom. He like, yo, I'm telling you, I got something for that. I said, no, I'm cool. Then I looked at him, I put the (laughs) clip down. I said, come on. What we doing? So we go outside. He like, yo, um, yeah, this joint right here. I said, nigga, I ain't doing no, I ain't doing no needles or nothing. He said, no. All you got to do is snort the bag. Mind you, Mm. this after. I done been homeless twice right. due to alcoholism and pills. I done lost my family twice due to alcohol, all, alcoholism and pills already. Mm-hmm. A thousand times of going into the re, rehab detox, coming out for pills and alcohol.
2: Mm-hmm. Now I get
0: introduced to this. Mm. Same thing happened. I go in that bathroom, snorted half the bag. I divorced everything.
1: Left the pills alone, mm. left all that Let, shit alone. I was. left
0: life alone. Mm. Mm. When they say all them old school songs, man, about hell when they date marry you, marry that motherfucker. Mm. That shit crazy. I left everything, bro. I'm in mean, my house was getting robbed. My wife called me crying. Hey the house robbed? I ain't give a shit. Mm. I gotta go get one more back let me tell you after he gave me that back I got off work like at three cutting hair. I shot straight up Kensington take me take me where take me where you got that from that's who I'm married to mm. now it became my life
2: Mm-mm-mm.
0: it became everything. I can't explain it. That shit, psh, let me tell you, man, busting a nut ain't got nothing on that. That dope. Mm. And mind you, it wasn't no fentanyl out there yet. Yeah, this still So just- this, this, this still early, early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? Not early 2000, uh, uh, uh 2000, like, 8, 9, 10, or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't nothing. It wasn't, man, I, I left everything. But all this is about Ten years ago pretty much you saying. But it feels like yesterday. That that's how I stay clean. Mm. I don't forget. Right. I never forget the They say in our literature, the minute you forget, you done already relapsed. Mm. You not already relapsed. I don't forget, bro.
2: Yeah,
1: that's our body. And it put it put it just puts it in into perspective because us... From the outside looking in, you know, like you said, that feeling like I'm too thorough, I'm too sturdy. Yeah. I never, like, you know, we be wondering how niggas end up at that, you know, how you end up down Kensington. Yeah. How you end up out there just chilling, looking for the work, not giving a fuck about yeah. how you looking and, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Man. How you
0: get like that. They say crackers like that. I do. Thank God I never touched that. Mm-hmm. But that heroin... You don't care. Bad See, I already didn't care. And most people, once they get all in, even with perks, you ain't going to care no more. Mm-hmm. Even with alcohol, same thing. Even with crack, first you go cop, you sneak and you hiding. First time you 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 drinking in the morning, you drinking in the uh, afternoon, you sneak and you hide. It, it gets to a point where you just say, man, fuck all that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not hiding no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me... I just started going up Kensington every day. Next thing you know, I'm staying up there longer and longer and longer. Next Mm -hmm. thing you know, I'm sleeping out there. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I was the first group that came through. I I, I was a part of that. Yeah. Before it got... The first wave of people. Oh, yeah, first wave. The settlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up there heavy because I had just lost my house. Mm -hmm. You know, my wife, man, if it wasn't for my wife, man. I love my wife, man. Love my wife, man. You know... It wasn't for her taking care of two kids that wasn't hers. Right. Because remember, we, we got the youngest. She protected them the best way she could. Mm-hmm. The best way she could. You know, from me, from my behavior. Right. For, from causing them trauma, in right. which I caused them some. But they, they could have got way more. Right. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be here today. Mm. But when we lost our house a few times, that's where I, that's where I would go. Cause I'd sleep on the bench, you know, snort dope. You know, I would go down to uh, Chester Cut here. Mm. You know, I ain't had money to go get a hotel, keep a couple of hours, but I had to go get that dough.
1: Was that your lowest point?
0: Uh, I've been to my lowest point about a thousand times. That was one of them. Just one of them. That's just one of them. Mm -hmm. One of my lowest points. I got man. Another one. I remember being drunk. This is my drinking days. Mm. Uh, I go down... uh, to the waterfront, Delaware Avenue, and um, just to go drink. Mm-hmm. I wake up, one sneaker on, one sneaker, mm-hmm. no shirt. Woke up from the sound of lightning pouring down on me. It's when I used to live up Chestnut Hill East.
1: You didn't know nothing about how you got. Don't
0: down. don't. Oh, I remember sitting down looking at the water. You know, smoking a cigarette, it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I remember what I was thinking. I wanted to, you know, in my mind, I wanted to be next to an ocean. Mm. So I'm like, let me go down here. right? Because that's closer that's to the, the closer water. That's the closest thing I'm going to get to so an ocean. So I got me a bottle, woke up, my money, gone, everything. Mm. So I had to walk literally from Delaware Avenue mm. all the way to 30th Street. I walked. That's crazy. The guy on the regional rail knew who I was. I'm the barber. I'm, I'm the, the drunk. Right. He let me on. Gave mm. me a shirt and let me on. That's To crazy. get home. You know, I remember, like, like right here, I, I, got, I got a scar right here. I got hit in my head with a gun. Mm. Don't, don't remember nothing. Or why. Went home. My wife, you know, patched me up. You know, I put her through so much, man, during my addiction, and um, right. I'm just grateful that I, uh, you know, that um, she 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 was in my life then, and she's in my life now.
1: Right, right, right. You know, what I'm saying? that's that's, that's the, what's up, man. You've been through it, but you know, we we gonna get into this food, and then we gonna get into how you overcame it and, and what you're doing now, and to help other people beat it and stay away from it. So y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. I mean, so just for recovery. One may later. say, there you y'all go. know what it is. What is the name of
0: Hassan Going to Gonna speak on today, the everything.
1: There you go, man. It's your boy Smooth cooking up 25. We be right back. Let's go.
0: It's our favorite part of the show. That's your favorite. Yes, sir. Ah chef, what you got cooking? You already know. <laughs> you already
1: know who it is. It's your boy Smooth, and it is my favorite part of the show. Trying to get into that food, man. We got Chef Glizzy, Chef Kimo right back with us, you know what I'm saying? For my man Suleiman Hassan. They done did something crazy for me. <laughs> y'all, y'all came in, y'all carried it. We're gonna start off with the um the seafood Alfredo. Right
2: mm.
1: well, with the fork, it would be a lobster champagne pasta.
2: Mm.
1: I added a little shrimp in there, you know, for y'all.
2: Appreciate it. And then we got
1: the lamb with the um. Fresh garlic roasted mashed potatoes with asparagus. I forgot to mention the Alfredo is from scratch. I mean, oh, you know, they, they say I'm the king of Alfredo in the city. That's different. Okay, now I need to know you.
0: You Listen feel the same I, 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 way. I, I, hey man, we, yeah, we ready. We gonna dive in, man. Listen, just, that's why I got it. much to say, cause like my stomach talking right now. Yeah. Like, yeah you know man? Sure. We was yeah.
1: over here salivating, man. These dudes, you could just smell I said, it. What they, the fuck? They they whipped this thing up all okay, fresh from yeah. scratch. So we, we definitely ready to, you know, jump all the way, you know what I mean, head first in a plate. Mm-hmm. So tell everybody where they can follow y'all at, how they can get a plate and everything like that. You can follow me on Instagram at busy 7 Street
0: you can follow me on Instagram at npkeemo, K-E-E-M-O. And mm-hmm. you can come see us. I'm
1: there seven days a week at With The Fork, 3800 Lancaster Avenue.
0: And I'm there five days out the week. Call up, show us some love, the best in the city. We appreciate it.
1: Mm-hmm. I ain't been to With The Fork. <laughs> With The Fork, you doing, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, what far. the fuck you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know, man. Yeah. It's your boy Smooth, Glizzy, Kemo, Suleman Hassan. And one may say... Listen man, we about to eat the day Let's <laughs> go. You already know who it is, it's your boy Smooth and we right back at it, man. Still here with my guy Suleiman Hassan. And we, we got this food, man. What the fork, my man came on, my man Glizzy, mm. they came through. I'm talking about it's a murderous situation. You know what I'm saying? So we about, to, we about to dive all the way in, man. My man said he eats humbly. He said he ain't want too much. Don't be trying to judge me. Don't be like, damn, slow. You got two. You going to give my man one? Listen, man, to each his own. Hey. I'm going to take everything he's given to me, though. <laughs> you, know. you know what I mean? We, yeah. we going to keep that a being.
0: I'm not shy at all. Y'all know me. I ain't shy. You know, dude. the <laughs> wife, wife cooked tonight. Yeah, she oh, got so, something special for me.
1: So you not going to Yeah, in. we can't. Get, you know, you right, know how that go. Cause. Yeah, wife will yeah. get up on you about that. We, we had a couple people. You gonna go out there and eat at our slave yeah. this stuff? So keep going. I mean, but we we gonna I'll see get it. down though, right? We, we gonna gotta go get there. peace. You feel me? Yeah. I yeah. yeah, mean, so this is the time, man. We we pick the forks up, okay? And we we see what's hitting for Let's this see. pasta. I ain't had Alfredo in a minute. Me neither. I got to see what this thing is hitting for. Let's see. Oh. Hmm. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. They got the shrimp in there. Oh man. Lobster in there.
2: Mm hmm. This guy hit Mm hmm.
1: This thing right. Yeah. Understand me. I ain't even eat a pasta yet.
2: Mm.
1: Appreciate you. Thanks, bro. hmm. Crazy. That thing fire. One time hit the limb, hit chop the limb, chop, the
0: right, the limb
2: chop. Be like, right. That's it.
1: let's go. Oh That's yeah, let's Mm hmm. man potato. One point, man. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. How the
1: mashed potato? Yeah, mashed potato good. That mashed potato good. That's mm. good. I'm an asparagus boy too. You mm-hmm. Asparagus on point. Still got the crunch. Well seasoned. It's right. It's right. Alright. So. When we left off, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about how, how dark things got for you. So how did you find your way to the light? How did you find your way back?
0: Well, I had to get honest. Honest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I know my a lot of people, um, they may be asking, what do I mean when I say that? So I'm going to explain to you, what, what does honesty look like? hmm Because for years, I always thought thought that I was honest, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, mom was say, Grandma would say, stop them crocodile tears. Right. You know, crocodile tears. Oh, God, help me, please.
2: hmm
0: You know, I'm not going to drink no more like that. I'm not going to be hungover like that again. Uh, this is my last time. This is my last time. So mm-hmm. after a thousand times of saying that, after a thousand times of of. Going in and out of you know, detoxes and rehabs and meetings and watching the tears flow down my my uh wife's face. Mm-hmm. Or uh after, you know, watching my mom move up here from Atlanta. This is when she got clean. Mm-hmm. she was clean for some time and um she moved actually moved up here to uh back to Philly
2: mm-hmm. from
0: Atlanta just to stay close to me, you know what
2: I mean? Oh,
0: yeah, um, and she would come and see me like, "Hey, son, you know, I just came to see you, mm-hmm. you know." And um, where would she be seeing you at? In Chester. Okay. Because that's where my um, addiction. Excuse me. too. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol ran me out of Philly.
2: hmm
0: Led me to Chester. Mm. And that's where my addiction, you know, increased and I. Put the alcohol down and wind up doing, you know, mm-hmm. doing the, um, the perks. So my mom moved up here. Uh She was having some troubles down at Atlanta, but she could have stayed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She was sober at this time. And, uh, you know, she would just come see me. Get on the train and come see me, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, son, I'm just checking on you. And she would say little things, but, you know, it meant, it, 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 it was powerful.
1: It meant a lot to you. It meant
0: a whole lot. It's like. You know, son, um, you killing yourself. Mm. Son, you look bad, and then, you know, I love you, and then she'll leave.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: so after years and years of, of, of hearing those things, and then um, I finally got honest, man. I got honest with God. Mm. And what a lot of people today is, the reason why you stuck, one of the reasons why you stuck is because you ain't being honest with God. See, 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 you can fool the people, but you can't fool God. Mm. See, I realized that. I realized that. After all the years and years of crying, help me please, this is my last time. I realized that I had to get honest with God. How do you get honest with God? You got to keep it real. Mm. You got to keep it sturdy. One night I got up, and I know I always switch switching the gear because I'm, I'm starting to get warmed up a little bit. <laughs> so so I got up. I got up, and it's a special prayer at night. Uh, uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people pray at night. Um, Muslims, we pray uh, a prayer called Tahajah prayer. Mm-hmm. Tahajjud is when uh, the, uh, the religion of my understanding is when the law comes down to the lowest heaven, and he asks it's the angel who's asking something of me or from me, mm-hmm. and he, he grants it. I've experienced this firsthand in everything in my life, even with soldiers for recovery. But that's neither here nor there. I got honest. Now, how did my honesty look like? I stood in prayer Mm -hmm. and I said, God, I said, Allah, I'm not going to stop using it. Mm. I said, I'm not going to stop using it. I said, I'm going to keep doing this until I kill myself. I said, I'm going to keep getting high. But I said, God, if you got something special for me to do, if I got a shot to make it to paradise, Mm -hmm. if I got a shot to turn my whole life around, God, because I'm going to kill myself. And I said, God, you know, that's not what I want to do, but I'm going to I'm being honest now. God, can you please, please, please take this disease of addiction away from me Mm. after that prayer? I kept using, because I, I, I'm, I'm staying true to what I you know, not you know, not because I wanted to use, it's because I, I had to use it. I had to put it in me, and a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of your family members, it's not that they they, they want to kill yourself. We don't plan on killing ourselves. It's that we don't know how to stop. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to stop. Right. Three months, I kept on running. One day, me and my uh, wife, she wasn't my wife at the time because my wife divorced me due to my disease of addiction. But we were still under the same roof. I woke up. I sat on the side of the bed. I started putting my clothes on for work, knowing in my mind that I was going to go and get high, right? Because I would ask my wife for money every morning. But this morning, I told myself, all right, it's on. You know, I'm going to get up and go, Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: I'm going to go get high. But then something hit me the minute I stood up.
2: Mm.
0: I sat back down, and it hit me so hard. God said, not today. Mm. And after all the years of saying, it's a, it's a word that everybody uses before they go do something stupid. And it's a universal word. What is it? I'm I'm wanna know. Fuck it. Mm. Before everybody do something stupid, yeah. before everybody go do something you got no business doing, you say what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. God removed that from me to this day. Mm. The burning desire to go and use, the burning desire to say, fuck it, was gone. Three months, excuse me, three months after mm. I made that prayer and got honest. Mm. He took it away. I have no desire to use, man. Even if I want to.
2: Mm.
0: The the that 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 word and, and, and the people that's watching, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. And I cried tears of joy today. Mm. You got to be honest. It's the only way you can beat this. See, God knew I was serious. I was serious. What? I was I was gonna c I was gonna kill myself. Not intentionally. It's just but through,
1: through through the through the drama, through the drugs and all that. Through like, the yeah. drugs, but I said,
0: God, if you got something for me that you want me to do, is it something if I got a chance to make it to paradise, if I'm on this planet to do something and fulfill something, please can you take this away from me cuz I'm going to die. And when he took that away from me, that was the birth of soldiers for recovery.
2: Mm.
0: I sat in that rehab. They told me, you can't come back here and speak for 30 days. I got out on Sunday. I came back the following Sunday and have been going back all the way until COVID started. Every week, Mm. helping those from the disease of addiction, educating people about disease of addiction, because I wanted them to have what I had. Right. (laughs) I wanted them to get their family back. I wanted them to get their life back. But that day that I went in was the birth of soldiers for recovery. And, and
1: how did you know that that's what did you feel that you already wanted to do that prior to? Because you asking God, like, you know, is there something I can do is, am, am I here for a bigger purpose? You didn't know that you were here to do. I something? I had for no recovery?
0: desire to do anything.
1: Right, and this is why you're on drugs. So when when this, did you get the inkling that you wanted to save other people?
0: The, the same week I got out. Right. It's like God rolled out a whole
1: blueprint. You just had it, though. It just was in your head. It, it was is, in
0: us. It, yeah. A lot of people, we got gifts. Mm-hmm. We got things that we're supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And no matter which way you go, right or left, God still has a plan for you.
1: Your purpose.
0: Exactly. hmm So, one week after I got out of rehab, I've been at it. I hit the ground running until the rehabs closed down to, uh, due, due to COVID. So, then I took it to the streets.
2: Mm.
0: I took it to Instagram because I needed to do more. Mm. Instagram wasn't out when I started. Right. 2000 and what, uh, 13, 14? Because I stopped 2013 or 14. I forgot. But in 2018, I wanted to reach more people. So, 2018 or 2019, right before COVID. Yeah, 2019. Right?
1: right? 2019 is when. I still was going to the rehab. Everything
0: popped Yeah, yeah but in 20, 2018 is when I started Souls for. Right. A full recovery, and I started posting. Mm-hmm. You know? And and I've been going ever since.
2: That's but
0: also right. during that time, prior to uh I think 2014, no, 2015, me, my wife, and my kids was on Kensington, giving out food and clothing. Nobody was out there. Mm. Nowhere. When I say nobody, nobody was out there, in, in, in except for uh, uh, maybe one or two uh, different organizations. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't nobody out there. But you was down there. I From was the down rip. there. From the rip. One of the From first the ones. rip. From the rip. I was down there. There wasn't nobody out there like it is now. Mm. Wasn't nobody out there.
1: What would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a finish line? Is there a There's goal? no finish line
0: this this is this, this, this thing will outlive me. Mm. What I'm working on is, I, you know, I want to, I'm, 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 I'm going to make it outlive me. Right. And what
1: are you working on? Just I'm working on
0: opening it. up resource centers mm-hmm. throughout, not just here in Philly, I want it throughout America and possibly the world. Mm. Because everyone is suffering. I don't care if you white, black, Puerto Rican, Haitian. Yeah. Muslim. It's real out here. Christian. Buddhist, Jew. Everybody. My job, God gave me, Allah gave me a job to save as many people as he allowed. Not what I want Mm because God know what I want. Mm -hmm. I can't make no somebody stop, but what I can do is give them advice and if God opens up their heart, if Allah opens up their mind, body and spirit to be receptive, then I can save that person. Mm -hmm. So my ultimate goal is is definitely going to outlive me. But I know I can't do it alone. It yeah. takes brothers like you mm-hmm. and and the people that's watching to
2: right.
0: to 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 allow me to come talk. Right. Put me on your platform. Let's talk about it. People message. turn the blind eyes if it's not going on. Addiction has affected 90% of America, if not the world. Mm -hmm. Somebody in your family that you know or friend has suffered from some kind of trauma, suffered from the loss of a loved one, suffered from a family member or friend, sister, cousin, brother, aunt, uncle that's out there right now using. Right. That needs to hear me. Mm -hmm. That needs to hear me. Listen, let me tell you something. Some people got addictions and don't even believe they got an addiction. They, You know, that's because it ain't drugs. Mm -hmm. Some people are addicted to porn, sex, gambling, video games, cell phones. Kids are killing their parents over a cell phone or killing their parents because they can't play the game. That's an addiction.
1: Right. You can have an addiction. So this is bigger.
0: So for recovery, I'm just starting out. Right. But I can't do it alone. Right. I can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. This came from trauma. This came from pain. This came from not having, you know, anything to, you know, almost dying a couple times to losing. It's homeless and it's hopeless. Mm-hmm. You know, not washing, not eating, going to bathroom on myself, defecating on myself due to withdrawals. This mm-hmm. come from watching family members and non-family mm-hmm. members and people. And when I got clean, watching people die. You know what I mean? Mothers and and, and 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 family call me. Oh, I just lost a loved one. Mm. You ever you you ever go to a funeral
1: for uh, overdose?
0: Someone who's overdosed then mm. lost a baby, mm. and you got to find some encouraging words to 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 help this individual. This is stuff that I face every day, right? I sit next to, I'm in Kensington on the ground. I'm sitting next to people. they shooting up holes in their legs this big, swelled up this big.
2: Mm. That's crazy.
0: And you're trying, you're not trying, and you're working on this individual to come back to life. Right. That's my high now. After I said that prayer, my whole life changed. I never the, Look where I'm at. I'm on I'm on cooking it up now. Right. Which is I I, I consider to me it's a major accomplishment, not just for you and, and, and your team, but for me. You are mm-hmm. talking to somebody that was a, they were considered a, a zombie. Mm-hmm. Kenzo Zombie, not up there now like this. Right. I had nothing, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Nothing. Listen, here, hit me again. I had nothing, nothing. So who am I to pull people, and so they can get their life back, man? God, man. It takes
1: somebody Listen who come from that to, to to pull people from that. Listen, man. Because that's the problem. It's a lot of people who out here who want to pull people from something that they have. No understanding of.
0: I Oh God, man! Tremendously, I, 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 I can never pay. I can never pay my Lord back, bro. I asked for him to do something, and when I got honest, and he gave me my mission. You understand what I'm saying? You're doing it. He gave me my mission. You're doing it, though. You're doing it. So who am I not to to? to keep repeating it's bigger than me man this thing that I'm doing this soldiers for recovery thing is is way bigger than me I don't own soldiers for recovery I tell people all the time God owns this Mm. I'm just a vehicle for it God inspired me to think about call it this God inspired me to do everything that I'm doing I don't own it this thing is bigger than me this thing gonna outlive me man I'm just a vehicle. Then, eventually, when I'm dead and gone, somebody else gonna take come over. in and take over.
1: Right.
0: He just using using me to start out, and I don't mind because it's saving my life.
1: Mm. That's major. So I I know that you teamed up with uh, mm mm-hmm. E. You know ODAT. So is he is he helping uh, push the push
0: the movement forward? You know. Absolutely oh that that's my mentor okay that that's my big brother man um he's been supporting me from um since the first day I, I met him mm-hmm. and um I saw what uh you know they were just doing for his mother. I never knew him like I never knew him prior, prior to, to them him. doing the street naming for his mother a couple years back, mm. and I've just been by his side ever since. And he's been supporting me every since. Every since, man. Is a, uh, that's my brother, man. That, that's my brother. That's my mentor, you know. And I love him, man. I love that brother, man. I love what uh, what he's doing for uh, his community from which he came, mm-hmm. and um, what he's planning on doing, and what we plan on doing. Like I'm just grateful, you know, to be part of. Uh, a family that's bigger than mine, and you know, they accept me with open arms, mm-hmm. you know. And um,
1: well, like-minded mission. Yeah, yeah. So I see you got on the uh what was that bad something blessings? The bad is are y'all putting that together? I see the shirt. Yeah, the
0: bad, the ugly, and the blessing. Um, podcast yeah. is. Uh, uh, we shot a few clips of it and uh we're going to get back to shooting as well so which I would like for you to be on it as well you know I'm uh, about to tell about. your story that would be great Most definitely
1: be most great. definitely no i got no problem with yeah. it yeah
0: so this is pretty much um you know about the struggles with people the bad you yeah. know with addiction the ugly part when it got ugly and the blessing, like, coming out of, uh, just as you shared with yours, it's a. that's why I said it's a blessing. Yeah. You came out it woo! Yeah. Woo, man. Because,
1: yeah, you know, that's the thing. It, it looked different for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some some of us don't get it as
2: bad
1: yeah. as others. Yeah. But the thing is, we all kind of go through it. I know niggas that went through it, like I told you. Mm. You know, I got homies who helped walk me through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. T- told me how to get right. So it's just... That's the thing, though. We got to be there for each other. And, and we, sometimes we, in this community, we too cool to even let somebody know we need somebody right. to be there for us. Right, right. And that's what fucks us up. Yeah. And you fighting these demons and these bitches are strong by yourself. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You need Absolutely, somebody. Man. You need somebody in your mm. corner. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You got your wife. You got your girl. It might be a nigga. Whoever. Somebody. But you need somebody, somebody. that understands what you're going
0: through. You can't, you you can't do nothing alone, can lean on you. Nothing alone, man. And it all starts with God first, man. I mm-hmm. tell people all the time, you got to be honest with yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then be honest. Be honest with God. You know? And then you'll see how things work out. You know? It's
1: because, like you said, though, the main part, when you said be honest with God, you being honest with God was you being all the way honest with yourself. Yeah. And a lot of people in those positions, they ain't honest with themselves. they Everybody is denying it. And and, you know, not. you're telling yourself it ain't that bad. You're it's telling yourself you got control of it. You're telling yourself I can kick this shit whenever I'm ready to. I just ain't ready. You're that's, telling yourself that's, this that's, shit, that's, though. You, you know, that's you're convincing yourself
0: just to be okay with what you went to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the biggest lies. I I tell people all the time, okay, uh, well, let's see you go 30 days. Right. And if you don't pick up in 30 days, okay, cool. Don't never go back. But if but if you find yourself picking back up in thirty days, that means it got you. Mm. You ain't got it. <laughs> right. It got you. I know. Like even for myself, I didn't stop on my own for thirty days. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, that sucker was sleeping.
2: <laughs> Yo,
0: hold oh, on, me take a nap because I'm because when I come back, we, we going for away. a ride, yeah. <laughs> a long one, man. Yeah. Like I would, I would, I would binge drink and and not come home for weeks. Mm. Two weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Easy. Yeah, it's just real.
0: Cause you know, I always had a couple of dollars cause I cut hair. Right. So, you know, forming meals, I go get a fit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it so you cool, you am cool. Get, get, get what you, you know, need
1: and then you can go it on your trip. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. It was it was darkness, man.
1: Mm. Well, we, we have a little battery issues. We definitely going to talk again. I look forward. I really hope that we you make something you, happen man. and yeah. I come up there, man. It really, this was really. I love having these real conversations. No, with I people, appreciate you. You know, I'm saying that's why I definitely make sure that I share mine as well because I'm yes. not going to make you bear your soul and I don't bear mine. You know what I'm appreciate saying. That. But this is real touching. We will talk. You know what I'm saying. I'm around. Hopefully, we could do something for your movement, with your movement, cooking up with mm-hmm. soldiers for recovery, and we could get busy. Yeah. you know, out in these streets. So. I hope you enjoyed
0: yourself. I did, man. Yeah. It's just funny. Even when the cameras off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. Man? We, we bust out. Yeah, it's, y'all done missed so much. It's crazy. It's a vibe up here, man. It's, it's beautiful. You it's love. It's it's family, man.
1: Facts, man. Facts. Letting people for know me. where to follow you at. Keep up oh, with
0: me. Oh, um, moving. I'm on Instagram, Souls for Recovery. Uh, at you know, at Souls Full Recovery, and that's F-O-R. Uh and soldiers with an S. Um, you can also um, book me. I'm a I'm a speaker. I'm a, a substance abuse awareness speaker. Um, I turn my whole life into a play where I will come to wherever you at and set up Kensington right where you at and tell my life story as well. Um, and if you like to donate, um, you can go to uh, to my page, DM me, and then we can set that up as well. I'm a 501c3 nonprofit. You can also donate to me, reach out to me. My email is help at soldiersforrecovery.org. And I need all the help in the world because everything that I've been doing for the past 10 years has been out of my pocket. And I really don't use the nonprofit thing, but, I, you know, after spending for so many years, I got to got to get that help. I, yeah. I, I, I need your help. So I can help more people, man. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And thanks for having me. Nah, for real. I and, hope we
1: can use this to help find a way. So if you watch, you know people. It's always people that know people. I got, you know, jazz trying to build us a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you out there, you got the ways, you know the people who do the grants. Talk to my man. Get it right so other people can get their life on track. This shit is real. There's no reason why we're not doing it.
0: Yeah, and also share this content. Share it. Because more people are dying, and I know Soldiers for Recovery is saving lives throughout the country, period. One day at a time, my partner's at one day at, day at a time, we're saving lives. So connect with me, and I can get all the help that you need, all the resources that you need. You get with me. And share Soldiers for Recovery page, because everyone is, is, is affected from the disease of addiction out here, or you know someone who is.
1: Listen, man, it's been a real episode. It's your boy Smooth. Suleiman
0: Hassan. Soldiers for Recovery. And one may say, what is Suleiman Hassan? going to speak on today. Listen, man. That's it's it.
1: Cooking up 25. That's it's it. Done.
0: Peace and blessings.